Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for some football talk? This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome to Voice America's From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boy, we had some... Uh, we had some triumphs. We had some knockdown dragouts this weekend. And what about them Cardinals uh, taking down the Cowboys right here in Arizona? Unbelievable. Uh, 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 you know, Jason Garrett made some uh, made made a, a horrible decision to put his kicker on ice. Didn't like that decision, but we're gonna get to that in just a moment. Tonight we got the on Monday Night Football. We got the Chargers facing the Jaguars, and uh, man. And this is going to be, uh, uh, I think, the Chargers have been struggling. They're trying to break a six-game losing streak, and they want to get back in the winning column. And it's going to be a tough one because the Jaguars have been fighting an uphill battle to, to, to get some Ws, and they've been struggling as well. But they're at home, and hopefully they can uh, uh, put up a, a fight against the Chargers. The Chargers has just uh, has so much abundance of talent. It's just unbelievable that they're not performing at their at, at, at their potential, and it's unbelievable that uh, 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 Coach uh, Turner has not been able to pull that team together. Hey, I want everybody to understand that we have uh, here at Voice America uh, Live. We have Ustream Link that is. It's at www.usstream.tv slash channel slash live phoenix dash studio. Please tune in. You can see me live on camera. I'll try to move my camera, uh, my, my microphone out the way so you can see me live on the camera. Um, but we are here live in the studio. All right. <clears throat> With all that said and done with the Monday Night Football uh, thing, we're going to hit you later on about the live score on what's going on with the Chargers just a little later. All right, we have uh, a hot topic that's being talked about right now uh, about the Chicago Bears. Uh, if they are interested in listening, uh, with talking, well, maybe just talking to uh Mr. Brett Favre, he will listen 
if they have uh, any in- interest in uh, in uh, talking to him, because uh, the Bears are reeling. They uh, they were unable to uh, produce any points. Uh, they didn't they didn't hardly score any points this past weekend. Uh, they scored a field goal against the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, you know, and of course they have Forte that just went down, and you know he's been begging for a new contract. What you know, what a dilemma here they have here uh, in, in Chicago and Chi Town. Um, my heart goes out to them because I thought they was going to contend up there in that North, the NFC North, but uh, the the Green Bay Packers is going to run away with it uh, at this point because. They have nobody standing in their way, um, you know. And you want to talk about them? We're going to get to them just in a moment, boy. But boy, these uh, Chicago Bears need to get something to, to in there to infuse some some offensive production points because they are struggling in a in a horrible horrible fashion. And uh, uh, you know, if you got any opinions about what you what I'm talking about with the Chicago Bears and them about picking up Brett Favre that might be able to help them out down the home stretch to get in the playoffs, hey, give me a call at 888-346-9144 and feel free to call in. Yes, that is uh, from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. All right, we have the Eagles is trying to get back into this NFC uh, East race. Of course, with the with the uh, the slippage of the New York Giants and uh, the football New York Giants and the and the uh, Cowboys losing uh, against the Cardinals last night, uh, you know it still leaves some possibilities of someone coming coming back in here and sneaking in the back door uh, and trying to, to sweep away with this NFC East. You got the the Eagles, Michael Vick practice today and uh you know today is only monday monday they don't do much they just go out and run a little bit they lift a little weights and they watch film about what happened this past weekend and then they uh they don't resume actual practice until wednesday wednesday and thursdays are the big practice days in the nfl if uh for those of you that do is not aware those are the two biggest practice days you can ask the players to come out and give us some production just to test their bodies if they're going to be able to perform on Sunday. So Michael Vick did practice today, and uh, once again, there's only minimum uh, amount of uh, stuff done on a, on a Monday. They're doing nothing but, but uh, conditioning and uh and weightlifting and watching film on Mondays. So they put that in the can and they move on to the next week and on on Wednesday they resume cuz they have Tuesdays off unless they got a short week. And uh I believe they are not playing until Sunday. So they will turn it around on Wednesday and hopefully Vic is still out there practicing. All right, Lovey Smith is expects Forte to return from the from his knee sprain. Uh, right away, I don't see him returning back until for another two to four weeks as they're projected, uh, last night. And, uh, a knee sprain, I'm, I'm not sure how severe his knee sprain is. And, uh, that, uh, is going to be yet to be determined until later. Uh, you know, they have, uh, 
hyperbaric train chamber that they put these players in now. Uh, it came out in my last years uh, in the NFL. They had uh, the hyperbaric chamber for uh, guys uh, that uh, had severe injuries and uh, they, they sit in that hyperbaric chamber for, you know, uh, eight to 12 hours just to, uh, get their bodies to recuperate. And some NBA players even have them in their homes where they're able to lay in those things and get their bodies back right. And it speeds up the healing process of what Ever is ailing your body. So uh, I'm not sure if Forte has one of those hyperbaric chambers at the facilities. But uh, if he does, that's what maybe Lovey Smith may be talking about when you're looking at uh, him possibly coming back as quickly as he as he proclaims. Uh, so we'll see how that thing we'll monitor that as the week goes along. All right, the Bears have Hester's uh, report that McNabb, uh, uh, the interest in McNabb is useless uh, uh, coming to the Bears to help them out of their their uh, anemic offense. The, the, <laughs> I don't know what possessed uh, Hester to say that, but any help that they can get would would uh, do something to help uh, fuse some, some offense that they could not produce any offense this past week. Because they're not respecting the pass, and then when you got Forte, they're gonna put nine, eight and nine in the box, and then they daring them to, to run Forte, and then they turn around and get the guy hurt. So that's the problem that I see with the Chicago Bears uh, not having any threat of a passing game. Uh, uh, just makes them a one-trick pony with with uh, Hester back there in the backfield and running that ball out, and uh, you know you could just put eight to nine in a box and 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 triple dog dare them to run the ball and then uh you know you got to be able to check out of that if, if you're the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears all right you know uh, this has been a burning topic all day with uh with the, the uh, on the wire we have the Cowboys Garrett uh, Jason Garrett is a former teammate of mine in Dallas and boy he got he got shellacked uh, last night and today about clock management and and putting his own kicker on ice. That uh, that was something uh, you just don't do uh, to your own kicker, and that's that was a problem with me. And uh, uh, of course, all the Dallas fans is upset about it. I want to I want to know what the heck was Jason thinking about when he put his own kicker on ice? He proceeded to go through his motions. He meaning the kicker. And he made the field goal when during the time that his head coach gave the signal to the referee as a timeout. And Lord and behold, I mean, it turned around after the timeout. The kicker from the Cowboys missed the kick and uh, let uh, that gave the Cardinals a. Uh, the old momentum to get uh, them into overtime and and you know the rest is history after they got the ball they uh, they gave it to Leroy Stevens and he uh, he ran the ball in uh, with a whole bunch of key blockers in front of him act like the Cowboys act like they was uh, unprepared for that play to be called 
and uh, believe looked like a darn bubble screen uh, to, to the Rod Stevens. So I tell you, but uh, hats off to the Cardinals, and they won the uh, the Cardinals won the game, and uh, boy, I tell you, it's just um, it leaves a, a train wreck over there in the NFC East, and uh, it breathes life to a team that is looks it looked and appeared as if. The Cardinals wouldn't stand a chance down the home stretch with their, with the teams they have to face down the stretch because they got a tough task coming down the stretch. But this may infuse the energy that they need to get it done in the, in the home stretch. And by the way, there are, uh, eight spots open with nine teams prepared to get into that, uh, uh, uh to that, uh, a wild card spot that could really infuse the a, a chance for the Cardinals to get in there. So, hey, Cardinals, good luck, and I uh, hope you make it into one of those spots into the playoffs. And the Cowboys just gotta get just win that NFC East so outright. They're tied with the Giants right now, and that's gonna be a dilemma because uh, going down the home stretch, I think they got the uh, the Giants twice, and that's gonna be a dandy of, of of some games coming up here with the Giants playing the uh, Cowboys. So, boy, 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 that's going to be a humdinger there. And what they, what you call a snot knocker because both of them have uh, a, a excellent balanced attacks on both the run and the pass with Eli Manning and those boys right out there chasing down his balls. And then you got uh, Romo. He's doing his thing, but he's got to he's got to uh, be careful down the home stretch, cause boy, those turnovers become crucial this time of the year. You do not want a turnover this time of the year. All right, now going into this Monday night football game in about 15 minutes, we got the Chargers facing the Jaguars, and we're gonna talk about a little bit of that. But uh, before this break, I want to tell you about the Ravens and. Uh, Ray Lewis, uh, right after these messages, we're going to take a pause for the cause and a tic-tac. We're going to bring it right back, baby. All right. flagship station for sports voice america sports if you want to talk about the east coast sports scene particularly from the southeast make sure you tune in to the jeff owen show every tuesday yeah we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there but host jeff owens and co-host tasha humphrey know the inside and out of the georgia college sports world and they were born there raised there and still live the scene we'll talk about every sport imaginable Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
when it comes to youth and high school football. Listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and 10 Football airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, man, this is an awesome, awesome deal they have here where they have this show being uh, live streamed on the air live right here out of Tempe, Arizona. Uh, you go to www.ustream.tv slash channel slash live dash Phoenix Dash Studio, and I'm telling you, you can see me live right here in color. Uh, lift my hat up so you can see me. I got my hands up and uh, showing you a little love here from the cameras here. There you go. I see the camera. All right, we want to get back on uh, on on topic here. I uh, promised you that we would talk about the the Ray Lewis and the Ravens situation. Uh, Ray Lewis is scheduled to come back. Uh, uh, on the December 18th, uh, for, for his return. But, uh, oh boy, I, I'm not sure. The, you know, maybe some viewers, the viewers or listeners can tell me, are the Ravens better with or without, uh, Ray Lewis? Right now, Ray Lewis, I believe, is in his 16th, 17th season. And Ray Lewis is, uh, is, uh, uh, they've had some young kids come in there and they're flying around, they're having a the ball. I know one element that Ray Lewis brings to this, t- uh, to this ball club, and that's that leadership both in the locker room and in, uh, on the field. He's got that leadership quality uh, that uh, is hard to come by these days uh, on a football team. So uh, this man leads that ball club in uh, in many ways, and he comes up with big plays. But uh, they've been doing it without him lately, and I know they lost a, a couple of them without him. But, uh, you know, I don't think it was the defense fault. It had a lot to do with the offense. But my question to my listeners is this. Is the Ravens better with or without Ray Lewis 
that's the question I want to know, and uh, it's uh, it's a uh, it, you know it's a valid question. You got to think about it. Uh, they've been playing fair, fairly well, so you know you look at that and you say, "Geez, uh, they're paying him an awful lot of money." And as a general manager, as you being the general manager, and this guy being the franchise player for this ball club for more than seventeen years. Are we better with or without him? Those are some of the questions they're going to be faced with. And this is what opens that can of worms when a player like him of his magnitude is out for a lengthy amount of time. And then guys start to develop. You start seeing guys that are without him. What's life without Ray Lewis in, in a Ravens uniform? Wow. And it looks really bright. So, you know, the future looks good for the Ravens on defense. Don't look like they have much of slippage out there on the football field with both leadership and, and produ- production. So they've been doing fairly well. All right. We have the Rams have uh, the backup quarterback, Mr. Feely, has broken his thumb, and Bradford is still iffy for playing. So, you know, here we go with the, with the Rams uh, 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 bringing up the rear uh, here in that NFC West. And I uh, tell you, they, they are struggling, but, uh, uh, you know, some things have occurred with their offense, with losing key guys. That has been the problem in the St. Louis. Metro uh, metropolitan area with the St. Louis Rams having their key players such as a uh, Sam Bradford being hurt uh, that just kills all their offense that they have but you know they got a really good running back back there that can also help a quarterback uh, uh, it, it can it can make a poor quarterback uh, look good when you got a good running game but if you're not a threat to throw the ball that makes you a one trick pony again so that's the type of stuff that happens when you don't have a good balanced attack offensively all right. My next topic is the Vikings. Uh, the Vikes ponder has a hip pointer and he should be fine. So there won't be no recall on McNabb and or uh, them trying to call in Mr. Uh, Favre. So uh, ponder looks like he's going to be just fine coming back. And, uh, you know, you know, this is, this is amazing that uh, uh, my man, <laughs> Brett Favre, uh, God bless his soul, man. The, the guy's, guy's a heck of a ball player, but, you know, his time is coming gone, but he just will not go away quietly. And there's always these opportunities at the late end of a season, such as myself. I came back in a, in a time of November in 95 and 96. And helped out the Cowboys get into the playoffs, and and uh, it, it's it's a really tough thing for a player to let it go uh, when your time is coming gone. Now uh, there came a time where I thought I couldn't play at a high level. And that uh, was that marked the end of my career when I knew uh, uh, they uh, they had coaches asking me to change my game uh, into a finesse player when I'm a banger. 
I'm a banger. What I mean by banger, I, I play the, the, the smash and Nash. I'm a bubble your snot. I, I'm going to put you on your back like a flapjack. That's what I do because that's the type of player I am. But now when you're asking a, a, a leopard to change his stripes for him to be what he really isn't, it's a, it's, it's a tough thing. So I, uh, I had a hard time adjusting to what, uh, coaches wanted me to do. But if you're able to do that, you can uh, add long to your career, such as a a cornerback, uh, uh, some cornerbacks revert back to being a a safety, and uh, um, I'm, I don't believe I was afforded that opportunity. Other than me moving from guard to center, that was uh, that was something I was able to do. That's right. I played uh, both positions. Drafted as a guard, played also as a center in Super Bowl Thirty. All right. The Bears without Forte, Bears are in a big trouble. Now, um, we keep going back to the Bears because the Bears uh, look like they were the only contenders to to uh, stand up in that NFC to challenge the Green Bay Packers on their, their road to the Super Bowl again to Indianapolis uh, for Super Bowl. And, and you know... It, and the Bears just, they just, uh, they just look, uh, anemic offensively and I feel for them. But you know what? If you, if at this time of the year, there's teams peaking and the Bears, they don't have to pick it up and try to peak uh, at the latter part of December to try to get into the playoffs. Now, see, this is, makes it very, very difficult for any ball club to try to peak at this point in time. You do all that stuff back in October and November. Right now, it's going to be tough. I'm not sure even when uh, when when uh, uh, their starting quarterback is even coming back. All right, the Green Bay Packers. Can anyone contend in the NFC to stop the Packers? I don't see anybody. Uh, they, they keep talking about the New York Giants, the the New York football giants uh, contending with them. And um, I don't see the way they played this past week. I don't see it happening because of that uh, that Packers is just, they're just a beast out there. And, uh, and, and they call that the Packers and the Giants game uh, 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 the main event. And, uh, man, I don't see that. I, don't, I didn't see that at all. So I tell you, they, <laughs> people, <laughs> people just put, put all kind of things on that that, uh, is, that is not true. I don't think they was the main event yesterday. And, uh, I, you know, the, the New York football giants is, they're struggling. They're struggling. Um, the, you know, they, uh, they lost against Green Bay. Uh, 38-35 in a very close game, and uh, Eli has been throwing some key interceptions. And you know, this time of the year, interceptions are key. You cannot throw the ball away or put the ball on the ground this time of the year. And uh, possessions are become very critical this time of the year. So it's that time where you have to protect the ball this time of the year or when you get put the ball on the ground and or get uh, turnovers, this is when you have problems. That's right. You will have major, major problems. Now, I'm going to switch gears uh, coming up here. We want to talk about this B BCS fight for number one. 
who's going to take it. And we got the Fiesta Bowl pick that has been announced today. And uh, we got some finalists for the Heisman that's going to be announced as well. And then, you know, net this coming up weekend, the Heisman is going to be announced on who is our winner for the Heisman. I'll talk about a few of uh, uh, the, the finalists of our Heisman winners. And then we have the ASU uh, uh, coach Erickson is going to coach his final game in the Las Vegas Bowl against Boise State. And what did Boise State de- uh, do to deserve to be at the Las Vegas Bowl other than lose one game out of the entire season? And also, we have the LSU national champs, or what? Who is going to be the national champs? Or did, uh, uh, or is Bama going to just knock the snot out of them up in the Sugar Bowl? And then we have next week's key uh, matchups here in the NFL. We'll talk about that. After these messages, let's take a tic-tac and bring it right back, baby. and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Fridays at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time Noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show 
Welcome back from Under the Helms with Derek Kennard. Hey, we are we're sitting here talking about this uh, NFL. We're concluding with the NFL uh, as we speak. And uh, last night watching the Nolan Saints play the Detroit Lions, I was so at towards the end of that ball game to I was so disappointed with the Detroit Lions players taking on the personality and or character of uh their uh per, uh player that has been suspended Mr. Sue. Sue has been suspended for uh, uh pushing the helmet down of a center that was uh was blocking him last week very well. And, uh, also stomping his arm down on the ground. And, uh, some of his, uh, some of, uh, Mr. Sue's teammates has, uh, been displaying some of the same behavior that he's displayed, uh, in these past few weeks. Uh, he's, they've been, his teammates have been displaying the, the similar behavior. So, my message out to, uh, to the coach is he better get a hold of that locker room and, and, and lead his team. Uh, because they had an opportunity to really compete in this ball game and possibly win the game, but uh, they had some key penalties and errors that happened uh, that uh, when they lost their composure, it cost them some costly penalties that uh, really hurt them uh, down the stretch. And uh, I, I just hate to see ball clubs just kill themselves. And they had an opportunity to possibly uh, contend for uh, a victory in that ball game uh coach you better get a hold of that locker room and uh, talk to your players and have everybody uh play disciplined ball or else uh what, what else can you do coach uh you start finding players players getting uh getting crucial penalties like that to hurt the ball club and are misrepresenting this team uh you're going to get fined but not not only by the league but by your ball club and you're hurting your team so, uh, you know, that's, those are selfish acts. You don't do that type of stuff when it's a team sport. You uh, think about your teammates. You think about uh, 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 the, the embedderment of the game as far as winning the ball game, not to go out and do a selfish act because just because you feel like it and you uh, want to have retribution towards a player that probably beat you this, uh, this particular play. All right, I want to talk about the BCS, and, you know, we got the BCS is now has taken shape and form, and, you know, it's, it's, it's really different now. Uh, uh, they have came out with the scores for, uh, you know, they do the calculations through the computers and so on and so forth, and you have... You have uh, uh, Alabama facing uh, LSU at the Sugar Bowl for the national title. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a, uh, another big matchup. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be in their backyard, both of their backyards. It's like a home game for LSU. LSU is, uh, live down the street in Baton Rouge. So here we go. You got, uh, LSU Tigers playing the, the, uh, 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 the Alabama and the Crimson Tides on January 9th, and that's going to be a uh, a snot knocker. Now, what's key to uh, making it to the national championship and keeping your players physically fit? Today is uh, December 5th. You don't have play this game until January 9th. So these players got to stay fit. They got to stay in tune to what's going on with uh, – 
with uh, their ball club. So they got to stay at practice uh, uh, daily, and, and, and they're going through film uh, watching Bama. Now, you think they have not watched enough film of playing Bama. You got to be kidding me. They, they're, in the same, uh, they're in the same division, so they're going to face each other again, and uh, it's going to be a good game. But it's key. Uh, this game is played over a month uh, later uh, after their pr- previous game. So, you know, they played uh, last week. Uh, they both had games, and then now they got uh, they got a, over a month off, and now they're looking at playing January 9th at the Sugar Bowl in, in New Orleans, Louisiana, and you got to keep these guys focused. You got to keep them in shape because you got Christmas coming up. You got the New Year's coming up. And uh, the finals are coming up this coming week. And they'll be done with school. So you got to make accommodations to keep them on campus to get through practices. You got to make accommodations for them to go home to see their parents and families for a few days for Christmas. And then, uh, of course, New Year's come around. I'm not sure if you're letting them off for New Year's because they got to stay in and uh, practice. By the way, all campuses are closed. The the dorms are closed. Their their housings are closed. So, you know, the the, the schools have to make accommodations for kids that are in the dormitories because they close the dormitories. And uh, they have to make accommodations for those players that are in town and have to stay throughout the duration of the holidays and uh, while the campuses are closed. So, uh, you know, those are the tasks of, uh, of playing in the NCAA, uh, BCS ball games, uh, uh, during the holidays. That's what they're, they're up against. So it's a nice problem to have because, you know, they're paid millions of dollars. I mean, they, I mean, the school, the institution is paid, not the kids. The kids aren't paid a darn thing. They, <laughs> they just uh, have the luxury of, uh, of getting, uh, laptops and watches and things of that nature. They, they don't get, uh, don't get any money. They get uh, they get uh, items that uh, is given to them by the the particular bowl that they're playing in. So that's the, that's what go happens with them. All right, uh, the Heisman finalists are coming up here, and that's going to be intriguing. And with the Heisman, you have the LSU Tyron Matthew is uh this young man is I believe he's a cornerback uh for LSU and he's been playing terrific. He's got a bunch of of uh of picks and been looking really well. I don't think he's a front runner for that uh for the Heisman. I know uh, number two I have running back uh out of Bama, Trent Richardson. He's supposed to be number two, but I don't have him as a front runner either. And uh, as a running back, he's not the front runner. My front runner is Stanford Andrew Luck is the number one guy that's head and shoulders above everybody for winning this Heisman Trophy. I think he's going to be the one to win it. And, uh, uh, you know, I I just don't see anybody else uh, 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 other than the next person I'm about to name. And his name is Robert Griffin out of uh, Baylor. This uh, young quarterback, I didn't have, have the pleasure of seeing him until – a few nights ago, and uh, man, he played very well. 
and they call him RG3, and I've been hearing it all season, but haven't seen him play. He's been uh, the country's best-known secret, apparently, because uh, he had his first nationally televised game, I believe, uh, this past weekend, and I had a chance to see him play, and the man is phenomenal. He is a, a treat to see. He brings a lot of excitement and electricity to the game. He's a very exciting player to watch, so... I would recommend you take a peek at him or his highlights before you make your decisions. Anybody that's with the, that are voting for the Heisman, please take a look at that RG3 before you even consider putting in your vote. All right, you have, out of Wisconsin, you have Monty Ball. He is a running back, and uh, and uh, he's uh, he's another. He's another one that will be announced uh, tonight on Monday Night Football presentation of the uh, uh, presentation about the Heisman Trophy that will be presented on Saturday night uh, in New York City, and uh, you know that is going to happen on uh, that's the 77th annual award at New York Athletic Club, and I've been there before, and it's an old building. With all the former NFL, I mean, uh, in, not NFL, but uh, NCAA Heisman Trophy winners all been there and have participated. They have uh, a, a, a quaint but old facilities there that is uh, it's quite nice. All right, ASU versus Boise State at the Las Vegas Bowl, December 22nd. That's going to be uh, mark the end of the Eric uh Coach Erickson's uh, career with the, with the uh, uh, Sun Devils. So you know this is uh, I'm just looking at Boise State and what in the heck did they do wrong to deserve what they got uh, by by <laughs> by being dropped out of that they lost one game this year and they got dropped out of the BCS running and they're now they're playing ASU at the Las Vegas Bowl and boy. I mean, you talking about riding a, riding a wave and then down down in the dumps. All right, Pac-12 champs play uh, Wisconsin at the Orange Bowl, and um, uh, you know I don't believe it's the. I think that is the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that is the Rose Bowl. Pac-12 champs is playing uh, the Oregon Ducks is playing Wisconsin Badgers at the uh, Rose Bowl. And, um, you know, that's going to be another big game. And, uh, uh, you know, Wisconsin better be ready and have to be on a high horse to play because they bring, they at, at every 10 to 12 seconds, they're running another play. When I say they, I'm talking about Oregon. You better get on your, get on your call, uh, high horse and get it done. All right. We got a caller named Tracy. Tracy, what, how you doing, big dog? What's going on, DK? I heard you was hiding from me. That's why you didn't go to work today. <laughs> man, you funny, man. You so funny. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, man. Glad to be back on the show. I, oh. I thought you had blocked me by now. No, man, ain't nobody blocking you, man. I know, I know Cam, I know Cam Newton's been putting up some numbers, man. That's, huh? that's it. Yeah. Did I tell you? Yeah. That's that, for my boys. Hey, hey, man, that, that boy there is something special, man. 30, yeah. 38 to 19 against Tampa Bay, man. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, but see, you gotta, you gotta consider the source though. Tampa Bay, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I got a, I got a, a, a statement and a two-part question for you. Give it to me. I, want, I first say, man, I want to go on record 
that's casting my vote for Tim Tebow as the MVP of the league this year. Okay, that's a nice statement to have. Uh, uh, and, and because, you know, how many quarterbacks you know can win five games in a row completing three passes a game? You know, that's just incredible as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, man, he got some he got some special angels around him, brother. Yeah, yes, yep, he does. I'm telling you. Yes, and he then, does. And then um, uh, the question I have for you is uh, for uh, Rookie of the Year, Cam Newton or Andy Dalton? Uh, there's no, there, there is no doubt in my mind that, uh, that Cam Newton is the rookie of the year. He's head and shoulders above everybody in my mind. Right. In my mind. I, that's just me. I, and you know, uh, this, this kid, this kid's been carrying that franchise on his shoulders. He needs some help. And, uh, hopefully there's some help on the way. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I agree with that too. And not, not just being biased because that's my hometown team, but you, you, you can't deny Andy Dalton in the, in the, uh, that was that AFC East, AFC West. What is that? What is it? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's that. That uh, that's that AFC West. Uh, you, AFC, yeah, yes. uh, Pittsburgh and whatever division that is. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, who's that? Who's that in the background making all that racket? You know that, that that's Tracy the Third back there. Exactly. <laughs> that's the X Man. The X Man. <laughs> He's trying to put his input in there. On the show, I yeah. like that. That's a future. That's a future Hall of Famer right there. Hey, DK said you're a future Hall of Famer, Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tracy, thanks for calling in, man, and God bless you and take care, man. Be, you be, too, man. Feel free to call back in at any time. All right, I'll be back in about two minutes. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you got it, man. Take care. All right, man. Take care. All right, all right. We're gonna take a break and come right back and uh, see you in two and two. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. 
Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet. We have the San Diego Chargers. Uh, and Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they have a 0-0 score. We have, this is a Monday night game uh, that people have told me all day this is a toilet toilet bowl game. But, uh, you know, San Diego have, have a chance to to uh, get their things together and um, get their house in order and come back in that uh, a- that AFC West and, and uh, contend for the – what is it, uh, send, uh, is it, uh, Oakland and, um, and Denver is tied, uh, for the lead in that, in that AFC West. So there is an opportunity. They're only four and seven. They got to put together a string of wins. They dug a deep hole for themselves and they're going to have to get out of it. So this could be a start of a good thing for San Diego if they could put it together. So we'll see how this thing uh, pans out. So, uh, you know, right now it's, uh, first and 10 on the Jaguars 27 and, uh, you know, uh, San Diego is, uh, uh, is in, in position to score here shortly. So hopefully, hopefully they put it together. All right. We have also, uh, the San Francisco 49ers is, are they a legitimate team? I'm not sure. You know, we, the AF, the NFC West is just so weak and, and when you look at, look down, the uh, the chart at uh, you got the Seahawks and uh, that's trailing uh, San Francisco and then beneath them is the Cardinals and then of course the uh, St. Louis Rams and there's just, there's not many people contending in this or uh, are, are fighting to be a contender in uh, in the NFC West so is San Francisco legitimate uh, is a legitimate contender um, you know. You look at both sides of the ball. They have championship uh, uh, caliber players over there on that defensive side of the ball. They're playing championship ball over there. They're leading. The, they're leading the NFL and and defense. I think they're uh, two or three in the total defense over there on the defensive side of the ball. And then you look at their offense. Offensively, uh, uh, Mr. Smith, Alex Smith, has been throwing the ball around the crab tree and that tight end they have and, and and then they have that balance attack with the running with that running back uh my goodness he is just a beast coming out of the backfield so they have such a balance attack uh offensively and defense they're playing at uh, top caliber so uh, my thing is, I love to see that balance attack, and uh, during the playoffs, it, it becomes critical to running the ball because you want to control the clock, and this is when 
everybody uh, uh, doesn't agree with me, and I and I'm and I'm I'm really really I bring on all comers. I'm really willing to listen to you. Hey, playoff type football, you gotta run the ball to control the clock. You want to move the chains, and you want to run the ball because it keeps the clock ticking and this is winning football now tossing the ball around now you go you leave the chance of of a pick or a deflected ball now you got a, a pick six going the other way now you you're caught with your pants down and and, and you uh, you got your smile upside down with a frown that's that's not the way to go good sound football is is, is playing playing with uh Playing the odds of having your running back run the ball and have your offensive lineman play some smash mouth. You give your offensive lineman to put them on their heels and, and put some guys on their back like flapjacks. I love it. That's not knocking playoff football. That's the way you get to the Super Bowl. All right. I think San Francisco 49ers are legit, and that's where, and that's where I'm standing. Anybody got something to say about it? Give me a call at 888-346-9144 from under the helmet of Derek Kennard. All right. LSU national champs? I do think so. National champions is in their, in their favor. Now, now they just can't drink none of their own Kool-Aid and, and not have too much gumbo. During the holidays, or else the the Alabama will sneak up on them and take away this national championship that is rightfully theirs. Now, uh, the coach got a tough task and uh, keeping everybody in order and and keeping that locker room in, t- in, in tip top shape uh, over the holidays. So they got over a month to to keep their house in order, and I'm sure they have. They have some things uh, already lined up with the schedule because the coach is really, really, uh, uh, he's really a control freak and he likes to have everything in order in an orderly fashion. And I like that about him. So uh, hopefully he keeps this uh, locker room tip top shape and he have these guys ready to go on January 9th because it's right now. It's still early in December, baby. It's December 5th and we got a long time before that January 9th game. And don't forget this. This weekend, we have the Heisman's going to be announced, and my favorite is Andrew Luck is winning head and shoulders. But before anybody casts their votes, please take a strong look at that RG3 on what that boy did this past week. He's unbelievable on uh, the electricity and the and and how how often he carries that ball and or can throw it on the run. He has put on some big numbers this year and looks very very good. All right. Next week, uh, some of our key games next week is going to be some, uh, some good games coming up here down the home stretch. And I, I don't know what is going to become of this NFL schedule, uh, coming up here because, you know, you know, it is this playoff time, baby. It's going to be tough down the stretch. And, uh, you know, with uh, with with the with some borderline teams on the fence trying to get get it done, it's gonna be tough. So let's see. All right, Thursday night football, December eighth. We got the Browns playing the Steelers. Now that's gonna be a, a good snob knocker, and you better beware. 
of the Browns because uh, uh, their uh, record does not indicate on how well they've been playing. All right, moving on. Uh, moving on past that, we have, all right, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Saints playing the Titans. That's going to be an, uh, an exciting game as well. So keep an eye on that. That's going to be a key matchup because the Saints, the, uh, the Titans uh, got their running back back and he's been playing well. So uh, they're going to have to keep, uh, uh, keep an eye on that. The Chiefs and the Jets is uh, playing, and um, man, uh, this is going to be a good one uh, uh, because the Chiefs are starting to make a surge in that in, in the AFC West. All right, Falcons and Panthers. Well, you know, um, the, pa- the 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 Falcons uh, they haven't been playing too well, but they got a seven to five record, so they've been doing something right. And that's uh, that's going to be a good one, and then of course, uh, <laughs> of course you got you got the Colts and uh, the Colts and Ravens. Uh, you know that's uh, the the, uh, the Colts have just have not been playing well lately. So that's that's the way it is, and uh, boy, that's going to be a tough one. All right, you know, this is going to conclude our show. We're going to be back next week with some good football talk for you. we we'll some key highlights and scores. Hey, we uh see you next week, baby. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.